What's up, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of Rule of Two. As always, I'm your host, Chris. And I'm Billy. And in today's episode, we are going to talk about Disney's first standalone film, Rogue One, which was released in 2016. So when this movie first came out, it was, or when this movie was first announced, really, it was uh, certainly interesting because we are so used to you know, having the three movies in a set of, like, a, a, a trilogy of movies. But now we get our first standalone film. And uh, it was definitely, in my opinion, one of the better films in all of Star Wars. And it's now in my top five after watching this, I would say. I agree. I think uh, the first time I saw the movie, I don't think I gave it enough love that I have for it now. But it's definitely a top movie for me. And it, it still gets a lot of hate by people, which is pretty weird. But I don't know. I, I think it's a great movie, especially for being uh, again a standalone film like you're not used to that and being a part of disney i think they did a great job with this one but um yeah when it first came out i definitely didn't appreciate it and like it as much as i do now i definitely agree with that i could i could say the same thing because it wasn't until i guess really like recently or maybe like within like the past year or two that i really gave this film like another like another good watch where i was like okay wow, this is like a great film. Like, because I don't know, I, I remember seeing it in theaters. Didn't, I wasn't blown away by it. I saw a second time in theaters. Still wasn't really blown away by it. I was like, okay, this is good second time watching. And then I never really watched it. I remember it was on, I'm pretty sure it was on Netflix, right? Yeah, they, they released it like somewhere and like on some streaming platform. I forgot I which think one. It, I think it was it Netflix, been, but they also did the Netflix. same thing with Solo. This is before yeah. Disney Plus, obviously. So, Mm-hmm. They did it with Solo, too. But um, I remember when it came out on Netflix, I didn't even watch it, I don't even think. Or maybe I did. I kind of just had it on, like, background. Like, I didn't really give it a watch, you know? But I think it was not until when Disney Plus came out where it was like, okay, let me sit down. Let me watch this movie. And I was, like, blown away by it. And so I don't know if it was kind of just, like, kind of like a, you know, a nice tasting fine wine. Like I got to let it ferment <laughs> a little bit, you know, it had to be sitting in me for a couple of years. And then, uh, you know, it, it wound up being again, like one of the better films in my opinion. Yeah, honestly, it must be because I saw it one time in theaters and usually when a new Star Wars movie is released, I usually see it a couple times, like a couple times in theaters at least, but I, I saw it like once and I, I don't know. I just like, wasn't blown away or anything i was like whatever i don't think i watched it when it was on netflix and then like honestly we keep referring to like battlefront like the games but like they did like the maps for it and the characters and uh that kind of got me back into it so i rewatched it and yeah the, the more i watch it now the the more i appreciate it but like no matter what you feel about the movie it's so visually beautiful like it, it's a beautiful movie like all the planets are great like the characters are great like it starts off like in uh Jin's home planet like on the farm was Lemu it's like yeah black the black sand and then the mountains and it's like kind of foggy and everything and like it's it's just so visually beautiful and then that's like you see like the shadow troopers like land on that planet and they uh try to get them it's 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 pretty crazy because you don't really see much of that what I love too is that um in this movie it was it kind of just got you right into it. Like we're, we were so used to seeing like, you know, the opening title crawl 
uh, for all yeah, the movies. Yeah. And then it was just kind of just like, bam, like you're right into the movie. Yeah, yeah. And it's just like, okay, we're getting right into things. So, you know, they, that opening scene kind of gets you, gives you an idea of what you're really getting into with this movie. Like you see, you know, you have Galen, um, who seems to be a very important character right away, like right off the bat. Um, no offense, you know, the wife, I think her name is Lyra or Lyra or something like that. She kind of was just there just to kind of provide a role. I mean, she had to, you know, her, it was Jin's parents, you know, but, um, and then you get introduced to Jin, who was a kid at that point in time. But uh, we find out quickly, you know, the importance of Galen because we have Krennic, who, again, uh, as we talk more about this movie, or as we've been talking about this movie together, like, recently, he's, like, one of my favorite, like, characters. Like, I think he's starting to become one of my favorite villains in all of Star Wars. Like, he's just sick in this movie. And uh, he's just a total badass. And he doesn't really do much in terms of like fighting or really anything, but he's just like a great bad guy. Yeah. You know, a great bad guy. I mean, you look, you look at like characters like Thrawn and Moff Gideon and, uh, yeah, and Krennic. And then like, you don't, you don't really see them fight or anything like with, with the exception of like Moff Gideon and like, you know, Thrawn could fight, but you don't really see that. They're more strategic and they're more, I don't know. They're just like really good bad guys. And, again like he is kind of like getting up there to be one of my favorite star wars villains and like i don't know you just see non-sith people that aren't like force sensitive in a way but like they're just so cool just how they can be so evil because you're used to seeing like vader and palpatine and like the lightsaber you used to see exactly the lightsaber, the lightsaber users one with the force and stuff but like these like strategic like just evil manipulative people are just really cool to watch and yeah ben ben mendelson did a great job playing him he's just a he's a great actor and shout out to mad mickelson too playing uh galen or so because i i've seen like a bunch of movies with mads in it and he's he's phenomenal he's just a phenomenal actor the whole cast of this movie honestly is great like forrest whitaker has like riz ahmad uh donnie yen like just a bunch of great actors like in general playing these characters and it i i, I thought they did a phenomenal job but um yeah yeah Krennic, Krennic yeah i'll say is that yeah no he's phenomenal but i will say with this movie is like it's very it's a very emotional movie in terms of like the way the characters feel invested into their into their actual characters or the yeah, actors definitely. are invested into their characters yeah, yeah. exactly you could tell like, you could totally tell but um yeah something I want to play off of with what you just said is um, with Krennic, you see how strategic he is. And I think that's kind of like when I, th when I watch this movie is what makes me love it so much is it's so strategic and more like war based than any sort of star Wars movie. And you could definitely see as the movie develops, you know, and as you get towards the end, it's a very war based movie compared, like compared to really, mm -hmm. I guess any of the other movies, it, it makes me think of like, you know, like a like a civil war, not civil war, but like a like a World War Two movie or something like that. You know what I'm trying to say? Yeah, yeah. No, I get it definitely. Yeah, so, I, get, I get that vibe from it, and um, it's just it takes place in a cool time period in Star Wars too. Like it's a little bit before A New Hope, and just the whole plot of the story is very interesting. Like because you know the whole story of blowing up the Death Star and how they got the plans, but like you don't know how they got the plans and like how it happened and just like seeing the rebellion before 
the original trilogy, you know, takes place. So it's, it's a very cool timeline as well. And just seeing things connected, like seeing Saw Gerrera, like if you watch Rebels and uh, if you watch Clone Wars, the series and stuff, you see him on there. And like, it, it's just, it's, it's very cool seeing um, like the time period before A New Hope and everything like that, which is, I think is very interesting. Yeah, I will say is, I mean, like you said, it's very connected between a lot of different things. This movie is literally like the way it ends is literally the way the next movie starts, you know? Oh my God. It's Don't literally like... Start on the ending. <laughs> yeah, well, well, before we get there, the ending's the best part of the movie. But, uh... For sure. The best uh, thing out of Star Wars, like, honestly, like, what are, like... Yeah. Let's not jump too far, but yeah. <laughs> so, like, obviously, we had that opening scene on the home planet for, uh, for Jen. And then after that, we we learned that, you know, she's kind of like, uh, she's a, she's, she's a criminal, you know, she grows up to be a criminal mm-hmm. and she gets saved or I guess captured by the, by the, I was going to say resistance. Oh my goodness. Um, <laughs> by the rebels. And, uh, we learn more about her character as we find out that she's not, she doesn't really want to be Jin Urso, you know? Yeah. Um, she, uh, she went under a different name, right? I forgot, yeah. I forgot what the name was, but yeah. But she doesn't want to be like her bloodline, you know. Mm-hmm. So we find out more about her character, and you know, we we start to see two new characters in the movie or into the Star Wars universe, and Cassian Andor and K two Esso, who oh, both yes. characters. I mean, I love Cassian Andor, and I'm so glad that he's getting his own show, and I'm I'm very interested to see how you know his show is going to be, and yeah. we get K two Esso who. Is your favorite droid? Yes, I yes. like him a lot. I think after watching it the past couple of days, I've <laughs> I was literally just watching it at, right before we recorded, <laughs> like literally like seconds before we started recording. But, anyways, he's a he's a funny droid. I I kind of get it. But I was thinking with him and the other droids introduced in the Disney era is that they're all like kind of like comedic relief in a way. Like he has those funny one liners, and you know you have BB-8 who's you know a little I ball. Mean, I just feel like all droids in Star Wars are like that. Yeah, like three PO and R two is in there. You know, actually, in a way, you're right. You know? What am I saying? But yeah, they're all kind of this there as comedic relief. But yeah. he does a good job with everything else. I I think K two S is really cool, and he's uh, he's an Imperial droid, so it's cool to see that he goes from being I guess really like a bad guy to a good guy, just mm-hmm. reprogram. Yeah, it's cool seeing Cassie and. Um reprogramming him because yeah he was an imperial droid and it's cool seeing that he's a reprogrammed droid and it's that scene where um they're on the planet and Jin shoots the the imperial droid and then k2s so comes behind him he's just like he's like you knew that wasn't me <laughs> you know he's just like, he's like <laughs> oh yeah like, yeah, yeah. it's like i knew that which yeah, is man. also a very yeah. cool thing it's a temple with uh the kyber crystals and they they discuss more about kyber crystals which i'm always fascinated about and rewatching it I, I rewatched it yesterday like right before uh this episode and i'm i'm kind of like picking up on like small details and i think i knew this like the first couple times i saw it but like Jin urso's necklace that was given to her by like her mom was a kyber crystal and it's just always fascinated me how the Jedi used it to power their lightsabers. And they, and they talk about that as well and how they were trying to get the Kyber crystals for the death star and stuff. So that, that was very cool how they incorporated that into the movie and how it's a whole temple and how they still have people on that planet, like trying to protect it, but you can't really do it. Cause it's like under 
Imperial Rule. So you get, I, I feel like I'm not saying his name correctly. Charette, Charute, Charute. Yeah, we, we tried to yeah, play this played one. By don't, Donnie. I don't really know. Yeah, he's like, he's a blind, like, monk warrior. And he's just, he's a great character. And he's, I, I particularly like him because as I was telling you earlier, I like characters that are force. I don't want to say he's force sensitive, but he's one with the force, as he says. And he believes in the force and he believes all things are connected with the force. And I, I really am intrigued with characters that are non lightsaber, non Jedi users that believe in that. And I think that you don't really see that too much in star Wars other than Jedi and Sith talking about it. So he, he's just a very cool character. And like, I remember the first time seeing him I'm like, Oh, well, like, is he like a Jedi? Is he force sensitive? Like, how is he able to like, you know, like see like with being blind, but like he's able to like dodge like blaster shots and everything like that and like fight yeah. all the stormtroopers. So, you know, the first time seeing them, I was like questioning. I'm just like, oh, this is like he's a cool character. Like, is he is he force sensitive? Like, you know, it makes you think. Yeah, it does make you think. And you know, his companion with the uh, I don't know his last name, but Bays. Um, I love Bays a lot, and I think he his character is really cool. Um, just the two like. I guess contrasting characters you have, yeah. you know, you have uh, Charette who is like, again, like you said, like a force sensitive, I guess, character. And then you have Baze who's kind of just like, he's got his big, big gun, which is <laughs> yeah. like, I love that gun. It's so sick. Oh, it's so badass. And it's yeah. so, yeah, exactly. And yeah, like the, it's two totally different contrasting characters, but they work so well together. Perfect. And like you're a Yeah, exactly. And like, you, what were you saying before? You were like how he was like, Oh, what? Uh, what did he say? He's oh, like, oh no, uh, Charette's was just like the force protected me or whatever, and then like Baze was just like, he's like, no, I protected you. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah, it's they, just a funny, it's a funny dynamic, and like as the story goes on, you just really see their relationship, and it, it's really awesome to see. And like we talk about like um, you know like pairs and duos in Star Wars, and I think they make a great duo in this movie. Like they they just really complement each other well, and they're characters that like you like quickly and like the first couple minutes of seeing them, like you, you instantly yes. like them, you know? And you, and you know what I was just thinking about right now too. And I never thought of this until now, but this movie gets a lot, like I guess packed into it. And it's such a, sh like in, it's in a short movie. It's one movie and you know, it's a standalone movie and you fall in love with these characters in such a short amount of time. But like, yeah. You had something like Rise of Skywalker, which had so much thrown into it. I mean, we, we talked about this in the last episode, but there's a lot of just like randomness thrown in Rise of Skywalker and it's so much happening. But like in this movie, there, there is a lot happening. And in a standalone movie, you get to learn to love the, a lot of these characters and you, you feel like you, you feel for some of these characters, you know, especially like Jin. And then you kind of see like the conflict between Cassie and at some points throughout the movie, which we'll, we'll get mm -hmm. to. And, and, you know, like you said with Bazin, charrette like you you love the dynamic of those two characters but um yeah no it's it, i think it's really cool how they got so much crammed in this movie but it doesn't feel like it was like rushed or it doesn't feel like it was like like a chore to do all that stuff you know what i'm trying to say yeah no i agree with that i mean i i feel like it wasn't crammed at all like i like watching it multiple times i, I, I wish it was longer yeah i mean honestly, <laughs> i think it I could just... be longer I think, well, it's like not longer because they didn't explain enough longer because you just want to watch more. You know what I'm saying? Yes, like I just feel yes, like they yes, did yes. a great job of, you know, completing the story in one movie and like they only had one movie to work with. 
And I thought it was very interesting how they just have Jin's dynamic as a character. Like in the beginning, like you don't really know like if she's a good guy, if she's a bad guy. Cause like her dad's a scientist, but you know, he works for the empire and I guess he was just trying to start a new life and get away from all Yeah, that. he defected from them. Yeah. And like, obviously when they capture her and like, they know about her dad and everything, like they're trying to kill him. And like, you don't really know, like, well, I guess they don't really know like what side she's on and everything. It's a cool dynamic to see like somebody and even, that part of it, you know. They don't even know what side he's really on too because he's really helping the the rebels because obviously we know that he, he was the one that made the, the faulty design for the Death Star. But, yeah, yeah. you know, we don't really, the, you know, the, the rebels don't really know. And as, as you recall throughout the movie, when they were, when they finally found you know, Galen on e- on Edu, right? Mm-hmm. As we're jumping ahead a little bit, when they found when they found uh, Galen on Edu, they were talking to him, or Jim was talking to him, saying how that you know they got the plans for the Death Star. I wait, was this? I'm trying to remember when this meeting happened, but they were saying how you know they didn't want to, they didn't really believe him, and you know how are we going to believe this girl Jen, who we kind of just captured not too long ago, yeah. and like we're really going to follow what she says, you know, it's well, cause like all that, all that she had was when, uh, she was which, with Saw Gerrera and they had, that, yeah, that's that when it was, that's when it was. And then the planet got either. blown up <laughs> from the dead star, which was awesome. But like, they were yeah, like and like that, Cassie was just like, do you, do you have the transmission? And she's like, no, like everything happened so quickly. Like I wasn't able to get it. And they're like, well, like, you know, like who are they going to believe? And like, even when, uh, they were in, um, that meeting and they were, she was trying to explain to like the rebel alliance and everything and they were like well we're gonna believe like the daughter like a criminal and like the daughter yeah. someone works for the empire and stuff so it's just it's and they always say how the rebellion's built on hope and you kind of got to have hope because well one they don't have as many people or the resources as the empire and that's obviously the message throughout star wars but kind of like trusting one another and trying to do what's good and trying just trying to do the good thing and everything and i think as the movie goes on and she knows why her dad like kind of went back into it but also gave away the plans of like how to destroy the dead star she's like well now like you know we can do this we're able to do it and i think that's a cool storyline as the movie goes on but they completed it like perfectly i think in one movie which is really cool like there's so much character development in one movie yeah basically what i'm trying to say well like you said like obviously star wars is built on hope that's you know the whole point of it but um yeah in this movie the the theme of hope is like literally present throughout the whole movie and Mm -hmm. speaking of hope the Jin's theme is i think it's called the hope theme it's that's like my oh i love that song and <laughs> i always talk about the you know the star wars music and how like it makes scenes and it makes like just the movies better just oh her her theme playing when her father died and cassian's like we gotta go we gotta go and like yeah. you hear like the, the hope theme dying or playing as her father's dead and she's like just wants that last bit of hope to hang on to her father but we know he's dead. Um, it's just like really that theme just yeah, 
it's beautiful it's such a beautiful song but yeah. i know, um, I know as you're you, a huge uh I was going to ask you, actually, like, what did you think of the music in this movie? Because yeah. I know, like, you're huge with, like, the Star Wars music and stuff. So I was going to well, ask. Well, there's, there's another song that I really like, but we'll get to that at the end. There's a big elephant in the room or in this <laughs> recording. But, uh, yeah, when you I mentioned before about it. the Death Star, when you mentioned the Death Star, um, yeah, when the first shot that we get of the Death Star in the movie, is re- it looks sick, right? And, um Obviously, we already, we've already seen it before, but it looks just really, really cool in this movie. Just mm-hmm. the visual, visualization that we have in, in this movie, it's just beautiful. Everything is beautiful in this yeah, movie. The whole movie. The whole movie really is aesthetically pleasing. And I was going to get to like... Oh, sorry. Go ahead. No, I was going to say that, um, but we get the first shot of, you know, the side-by-side. It was um, the Death Star going off, like them preparing to shoot it. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you have Galen... The, the recording from Galen talking to Jin, right? And the Death Star shooting at, at Jetta, right? And it blows it up. And what I really like in this movie is how the Death Star doesn't, isn't just like an instant planet killer. Yeah. I kind of like how it like shoots it and it just like, it's almost like a nuke. You know what I'm saying? It yeah, like it completely destroys everything, but over time. And I love how it, yeah. just the shot of that, of the whole world or the whole planet crumbling. Oh, beautiful. Yeah, it's very cool. And and Krennic even which was like that was like the test run, like that's I mean like it's full capability and stuff. But I was gonna ask you, like, how did what did you think of them bringing back Grand Moff Tarkin, like the CGI? Like, well, what did you think of that? Because the first time I saw that, I was like, No way. I'm like, how did they do it looks I think personally it looks pretty good. I mean I don't think there's a problem with it. I, I don't it I don't fine. think so either. Yeah, I mean he has I think it's such the best out of all the CGI that they've yeah, done uh, in I agree terms with of bringing that. back characters. It's the best. Yep. I definitely agree with that. And like he has such defined features. Like he has like those like hollow like cheekbones, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And, like such like a distinct look to him. And like when they first showed him, I was just like, Whoa, like is that like what is that like makeup? <laughs> is that like an actor? Like what, what are they doing? Like CGI and stuff? But, like, unless you, like, really, like, pause it and, like, go into detail looking at it, I think it looks great. And, like, I just thought... Oh, you can't tell. Yeah, I just thought it was, like, a very cool, like, thing that they brought in to connect that movie to, like, The New Hope. And, like, I personally, I love Moff Tarkin. So, like, seeing more of him is just, like, whoa, like, that's that's a really cool, like, like, homage to, like, the original movies and stuff. So, like, bringing him back and, like, the dynamic between him and um krennic is like so cool because they both want to be like in charge especially krennic krennic is like, say, yeah he's like this is my the like, desire for power like, yeah exactly and like that brings me to the scene which is something that i think is awesome like showing vader's castle on mustafar like i thought that was oh yeah extremely cool like just to show like one mustafar in general but like you see and like hear about vader's castle and like the comics and the books and like like you hear about like the stories of like Vader's castles and stuff, but like to see it into a movie and like, you see like his like chamber and everything. And then you see Krennic visit him. And he's just like, he's just like, Oh, does that mean I'm still in charge or whatever? And then he's like, he's like, don't choke, on your, aspirations. choke yeah. on your aspirations. Exactly. Director. Exactly. And then like, he's choking and then he <laughs> lets him go. And then you see like his little smirk. I'm just like, Oh my God. Like F you credit, you know what I mean? But like, he's such a good bad guy in that way. But like, just seeing and, that, like they both want to be like in charge and they want to be like the top, you know, leader and stuff. It's, it's very cool. 
Yeah, no. You know, it's funny is actually until yesterday, I don't know why I totally forgot that they showed Mustafar in the movie. Mm-hmm. And I do, yeah. I do remember like the scene, like, you know, the scene between, you know, Krennic and, and Vader, but I just didn't remember it. It was on like on Mustafar. I didn't, I've totally forgot. So I'm like, wait, what? Yeah. And then I was like, wow, beautiful shot first off, like you said. Exactly. Yeah. And um, yeah, I, I remember when I first saw the movie and I saw Vader, I'm like, oh, this is sick, right? Yeah, And exactly. I thought that was it. I thought that's what we were all getting from, from him in this movie, like just that little scene. But <laughs> spoiler alert, you you know, we, get a, <laughs> we get a little bit more, just a tiny bit just more at the end. Just a bit. Yeah, just just a tiny bit. But not um, that impactful or anything. No, totally not. But yeah, the the battle for like power in this movie between Krennic and and uh Tarkin, it, it's I like that scene that they played throughout the movie too. Like this them two clashing. Yeah. No. And I like how that. he's like how when they first blew up Jeddah, Krennic is like, Oh, you're gonna go see tell the Emperor about like my new creation. And he's like, Yes, I'm gonna go tell him about how my creation like and Tarkin saying this. He's like, how my creation of the Death Star was yeah, how fully I, like, operational. Yeah, about or like, like he's, he's like, like, I want I wanted to do this like years ago, but like your lack of like whatever, he's just like delayed it and stuff. And he's just like, yeah. like what do you do? What do you mean? <laughs> it's very it's very cool to see it. But yeah, then then you have like the scene on like like how we talked about before um, with Edu, right? Where we talked about how or how I talked about with. Kaylin Urso dying. That whole scene when you see the uh, the X wings fly into the planet, that is cool too. Yeah, right? I, yeah, I love yeah, that yeah. scene. Uh-huh. You see them, and it just again it goes back to the whole war theme that's I think throughout the movie. You get a lot of like war shots. I feel like that just reminds you of war, like a World War Two movie. You know what I'm trying to say? Like it's just mm-hmm. I don't know. I like that scene a lot. Um, you, we get the Death Troopers in this movie too. Yeah, Very and the cool. and the Shore Troopers. You see them. They introduce yeah. like a bunch of cool, like uh, just like characters in general. Like, um, oh, what do you call it? Oh God, I'm trying to think of like Battlefront. Oh, what troop? Like soldiers? I don't know. What the, oh, reinforcements, whatever you want to call them. Like you see. Oh like, yeah, the reinforcements. Those, yeah. You see like a bunch of like new ones that you don't really see, and it's just like it's very cool. Very cool. I like you. You do like a perfect shadow trooper impersonation. Like the noise, <laughs> the noise is the I don't know if it's gonna sound. I, it doesn't really sound good on this, probably. Like, but yeah, it well, we probably play, sounds better because the Xbox. Xbox you're, you're always good at it. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. <laughs> and like, it, it's very, it's very interesting to see. And again, it is like a war movie. And I don't know, like, you you grow such a bond with these characters in such a short amount of time. Like, I really wanted to see Galen, like. I guess like survive and like reconnect with Jin, and I knew that wasn't gonna happen. But you see their relationship throughout the movie and like the flashbacks of her as a kid with him, and it's like you just love seeing like like the father daughter relationship. And like I don't know, like it just seems like he's such like a good dad, and he was just <laughs> trying. I know it's like weird to say, but like he like if you look at the point like the point of view of Jin, like he's just like like he's just like a good dad and he's just trying to do what he can to survive and like provide for his family you know what i mean because like i'm sure if you work for the empire they're gonna pay well and they're gonna like treat you right and, <laughs> and it shows you in like the flashbacks like they were like drinking like i guess like star wars champagne whatever you want to call it you know what i mean like and the, they're living yeah. well and, and stuff so and even in even in um 
in Mandalorian, you see like the, how they have like the at the factory, not the factory, the uh, the cafeteria, and that that one episode. I think it was like episode seven of season two, when they're you know that that one planet when we have uh, Bill Burr, right? You know, oh he yeah, comes yeah. Back. You know, talking about Dan like, takes his mask off. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's that planet, yeah. like they have like the factory where they're all like, oh, we're these guys are responsible for today's victory, yeah, blah, yeah, blah, yeah. blah. Like, mm-hmm. like they actually, the Empire is like actually like good. They're not just all bad. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know about but, that. <laughs> uh, but um, yeah, you know, I as we get pretty much closer to the end of the movie, as we're talking about it, you know, I mentioned before how they didn't, the rebels didn't really believe in uh and Jin, but she still had that small following that there is hope and that we should be fighting. Mm -hmm. And that's when we get, you know, introduced to Scarif because we learned that there's the, uh, the base on Scarif Mm -hmm. where the plans for the death star are very cool. Yeah. And, and Scarif is really cool. I would say too, a lot of the planets in this movie, beautiful and they just are really different. I would say. Very hard to we have pronounce, like, but yeah, very, very cool. Scarif, Edu, you Jet, got like, really like Ring of Kafreen, you got uh, Lamu and stuff, like all like these wild. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you know what I mean? We also get, we also get Yavin too. Oh, yes. I, I, I keep forgetting about Yavin and like I watch it. I'm just like, yeah, that's like, that's Yavin bait. You know what I mean? Like, that, <laughs> that's like legit, like the start of it's so There's cool. a lot of Easter eggs in this movie. It's too. a lot like you of have, I mean, it's not really yeah. Easter eggs, but. Yeah, just I like guess it is, but you have like, like the guy. Yeah. Oh, on the tower. Yeah, the guy in the tower. Yeah. 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 <laughs> the, mm-hmm. the one with the scanning gun. Yeah. 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 Stuff like and that. You got, like cool R two and it's very cool to see. But um, R two and C three PO are in the movie too. You know. Then yeah, you have um, then you have uh, what's it called? I think it was uh, Mon Mothma talking to Organa about. Yeah, and they brought help. back Organa too. Um. Yeah, and they were talking about uh, Obi Wan at one point. Very, yeah, yeah. When he's talking about the Jedi and stuff, very, very cool. He's like, "I know a Jedi," and so it's like the little stuff like that. The first time you watch it, you don't really pick up on it, but the more you watch it, and like that's for like a lot of Star Wars movies. Like they do such a great job of, for the most part, of uh, things. <laughs> connecting things and like yes, little oh, liminal. Yeah messages you know what i'm saying it's especially the newer ones well not all of them but um they do <laughs> they, they do a they do a very cool job of it and um the more you watch it the more you pick up on it yeah you know when you told me that you you were writing down things for watching this movie and how like you were kind of just like writing things down to see like things that you missed maybe watching the first time or a couple extra times that you've watched the movie like so I watched the movie, I think it was two nights ago. And then I watched it today. I'm like, I'm like, Oh man, I'm going to write things down, find things. And I'm like, wow, there really is a lot of stuff. that's like kind of hidden throughout the movie that even just watching it two days ago that I missed, you know? Yeah, exactly. And like, you, you know, the main plot of the movie, they're just, they're basically exactly. the main plot is they're trying to get the plans with the death star. That's basically <laughs> it. But like, so you don't really have to focus too much on that. It's just like the little things that they say and that they show and everything. Like, especially if you've seen it a couple times, it's cool to pick up on those things. And like, you know, you just kind of like jot those down and uh, it just like, it further expands the star Wars universe for me, you know, I guess for like a, a bunch of people, but like it, it really <laughs> like a lot of the things. Cause like, 
again with like Jin's necklace like the kyber crystal it was just like well like what does that mean like how did the mom have a kyber crystal you know what i'm saying i got from like what does that mean and then she says like remember trust in the forest like what what does that mean like is like her mom like you know what i'm saying like before she's she yeah, like, the jedi know. or like just something like yeah anything like it's just symbol sensitive? like exactly and just like all these little things that like, just makes you question and like want to know more and like you like look it up on like and then you see like wikipedia <laughs> which is like a great site and then just like all these things just like oh wow like i didn't i didn't know that like her background and everything like that it, it's very cool but yeah like once they're on scarif i think we were we were talking about this before uh the director wanted to go like a, a different route with how like how it ended with scarif and everything like that but i don't know what would you think of the plan of uh getting the death stars plans like how'd you how'd you feel about that whole uh so you're battle it's just sorry kind of, no. yeah no secretive you know? i i like the way they did it um because i'm like a big fan of like stealth um i just like that a lot like in any sort of video games like that are that have any sort of stealth missions i'm like oh yeah these are the best ones because it just like it, it takes time and it's just like badass doing what you're doing in those games or in those missions and then like you see like them they're like taking out the different stormtroopers they're taking out the shore troopers and then they set off you know all the debt all the bombs on i guess they're like main reactors or something like that and it starts blowing up things throughout the island and you see krennic like looking at them from that one tower yeah and it's just like he's freaking out yeah, he's, he's like, like what's going on he's, <laughs> he's like close the gate shut that yeah. Shut down the uh shut and he's down the so, gate. he's it's gonna sound weird, but he's such a good screamer. Like that actor, yeah, is. like every time he yells, it's so good and distinct. It's awesome. But yeah, it, it's it's I think like I guess like we were talking about it, like like I was talking about uh the different direction they wanted to go, how um like Jin and um Cassian were gonna go like more like head on into the battlefield. But like if you think about it. They're going on to an Imperial base, basically, where it's just them. And it's just like, how would they even be able to do that? You know, like, there's basically no other way to do it yeah. than to be, like, secretive about it. You know what I'm saying? So, I, I, I do like that. that, that they they cool. would get killed. <laughs> they would get oh, my killed. God. Or, or like Cassian said, make 10 of them take, meh. Oh, my God, tongue-tied. Make 10 <laughs> men feel like 100. Yeah, exactly. And that's kind of like the mentality of, like, the hope. Yeah, like the whole message of Star Wars and stuff. Like, they're always going to be outnumbered. They're always going to be out. It's David and Goliath. Exactly. And that's like, I think they did a great job of portraying that in this movie, especially because, like, when you think about it, it's just like, how, how are they going to even do it? You know, like, how are they? And, like, you get to one stage, they finally, you know, like, if you take it stage by stage, it's just like, okay, like, they got onto Scarif, like they got into the landing platform, you know, yeah, and they were able one. to like sneak off and then they were able to get into the tower and then they were able to get like up there. And then they were able to like, Jin was able to like climb and get like the plans and stuff. You know what I'm saying? Like but then they had step by step, but then, we, but the, uh, we never talked about them yet, but Bodhi Rook, we had to, uh, connect the thing to the tower yes. so that way he could sp spread the message. Right. And oh, then he gets stuck Bodhi. and he gets Bodhi. stuck. Yeah. And, uh, you know, it's it's such a it's such a like a well thought out plan. I don't know how that. I mean, obviously it's a movie, but um, <laughs> it's a lot to pull off in such like a 
what we thought was a well-guarded base. I guess the Rebels uh, did it. I mean, the, they're all powerful. But, uh, yeah, it's really this story. I mean, this movie is really all about the story of David and Goliath. It's the small, the small guy beats the big guy. But, um, yeah, I, what I like about it on the scene of Scarif, too, is, uh, is when, uh, what's it called? What was I going to say? With uh, K2SO, right? He steals, he, he kills the one other Imperial, you know, droid, right? And he steals the plans from his, or steals, like, I guess the map. So yeah, they figure yeah, out where they're going. Yeah. He puts yeah. it inside the machine and he's like fighting off all the guys and he's protecting, oh my he's protecting Jin yes. and yes. he's protecting Cassian and he closes the door and he closes oh. again and he sacrifices himself and he that smashes so it. so sad. <laughs> yeah, I, I love, it's such a good send off for such a character, for a character that was only in the movie for I know. two hours. And he's a droid. He's and, not even like a living thing. And then like, you're just like, no, you're like, no. Yeah, you feel bad. You exactly. feel bad. But, and then they're climbing up. They're climbing yeah. up after they find the, the plans, which I thought was cool how they, he named it uh, Stardust. I thought that was cool. Oh, yeah, like after what he calls her. Yep. Yeah, and then they start climbing up. They get to the top, and uh, they send they send a message. Oh, one other thing I forgot to mention. This is also another thing I was going to say before, is when they first um, spread the message to the rebels on Yavin, right, that they were all, that they were invading Scarif, right? And you see the whole rebel alliance start sending off to Scarif, and like, <laughs> the uh the empire is like oh god what's happening they're, they're here yeah. like everyone's here yep. and you see all the ships are flying and i love that shot yeah. but then you have that that one ship crash into the uh the other star destroyer and it like pushes it and starts pushing it and then it <laughs> breaks into the other star destroyer and it destroys the whole thing <laughs> i love that thing like that scene is great and it sends off the the second star destroyer into the uh i guess the shield and yeah, like the then you have, the, yeah. Yeah, then you have the whole sky battle of all the uh, the X wings and the Y wings on Scarif. That, that yeah, oh, you have that, such a good battle. And then, exactly, you have like the whole what's going on above, but also what's going on on Scarif itself. Like them trying to get the plans and like fighting off like all these troopers. Like, and then you see like Sharat Sharut. Oh my god, I, keep, I don't know how to say his name. Yeah, but you see him. One of the forces force with me. Yeah, it's just like no, like no, don't die, don't die, don't die. <laughs> you know, like it's just like how you grow these bonds and these attachments to these characters, and then freaking like, Bay is going out with a, oh a blaze God. of glory. Yeah, literally, and he's just literally he's literally destroying everyone, and it, you feel so bad. He like kills that one death trooper, and he's holding the grenade, and he's like mm-hmm. sitting on the ground, and you just see it roll close to him, and he's like, ah, damn it, and it yeah. obviously kills him. But uh, yep. yeah. I, that's I another think it's, thing that I like about this movie. Like, you see these main characters, and like for the most part, they're they're, all dead. they all die. Yeah, exactly. They all do die. Every single main character in the movie dies. That's yep. That's true. <laughs> literally that's every true. character in the movie. That dies. is true. Yeah, every character that you consider <laughs> a main character, they're dead, which is pretty pretty nuts. Like, you don't really you don't see that in Star <laughs> Wars. You don't really see that in many movies. You know what I'm saying? No. Like, it's not a thing that they do. Every <laughs> new character in the movie is dead. Exactly, and it's like. <laughs> And at the end of the movie, you're just kind of left with like a melancholy feeling of like, wow, like it was such a short amount of time, but like you felt like you were there with them in a way. And it's yeah. just like you grow these bonds and now they're all gone. And like, no, okay. I like how they, I like how they wind up blowing up Scarif or Tarkin winds up blowing up Scarif. Um, mm-hmm. this, they know that they have the plans at that point. 
Yeah, exactly. There's really no point. There's no purpose of of the planet at that point. Yeah. And then we get then we get to the uh, the grand the granddaddy uh, of them all scenes. One, you know, be- one of the best scenes, if not the if best, not the scene best in Star Wars history. And I'm yeah. I am going to put my name on that. I don't care. I'll it's put my, my favorite kid's scene name on Star Wars, that. and this is. This is why he's my favorite character too. Like literally, just this scene alone, you know, or yeah, one of my favorite this characters. This my favorite scene really, uh, really showed how powerful. Like, oh, I'll let, like, I'll let you I'm do the getting, honors. I will let you do the. I'm honors. getting, I'm getting like chills. Like right now, thinking about it. Like I'm looking at my arms. At like the, all my hair is standing <laughs> up. Like, like just thinking about it. Like, like I'm just thinking of the. Yeah. Like the, you know the panic and like the rebels eyes <laughs> and, and stuff. Like it's so oh, dark. Yesterday man. I'm watching it right. Um, like I'm laying in bed with my girlfriend, right? And uh, we were just talking, and then I was like, "Wait, wait, wait! We got, I got, I got to do something." I'm like, "Alexa, oh wait, my Alexa's actually about to go off." But um, I'm like, "Turn off all my lights," and then <laughs> literally, the my whole room is pitch black, and all he sees like his lightsaber turns on. Oh, like, and then yeah. you have the the, the, the way theme, the way they show like the silhouette, too. and then like uh-huh. the little, like the smoke and everything, and his lightsaber ignites. That and is. Stuff. Ooh. That is such the such an iconic scene, and it, it shows really you is. how powerful he is at that yep. point. Oh, is he still? He's still so like that's still so close to after you know Revenge of the Sith. So he's still super powerful at that point. You know? Oh yeah, um, I would say that's Prime Vader. Like yeah. not like Anakin in general, just like Prime Vader, definitely. Oh yeah, like, he's sure. deflecting shots like it's nothing. Like he's barely moving his body; he's just moving. Like he's he literally pulls all the all their guns, and he's just like yeah. all this. And there. he's like he forced kills like, them all the dudes, one swipe. Like, the dudes on the ceiling and stuff, and it, like pushes him down. It's just crazy. He's like forced. Nah, the best. Down. It's amazing. the best is he pulls the one guy up. He's on the ceiling, and he just like crushes him. He comes down. He just slices him in half. Oh, it's oh, so it's, good. It's such a great scene. And then, like, the panic. And then like, you're just like, it's so close, too. And you're just like, oh, oh my God, get it out, get it out, get it out. Like, hurry, hurry. And, and I don't understand. I don't understand. They're like, open up, open up. And he's like, yeah, open literally it up. And he's like, literally, as there's only one guy left, and it's him and one other guy, he's like, here, take this. Like, yeah, literally. Come on, take it earlier. I know, <laughs> you know? I know. Like, what and are I you doing? Like, yeah. <laughs> Like luckily they got away, but like you see, and him, like, they trips standing. and falls. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! They they had to make it as suspenseful as possible, but uh, and they really did. Beautiful, beautiful scene, beautiful. And scene. the scene, the scene of him just uh staring like yeah, like standing on the, like, the edge, the like yeah, uh huh. And then and the music, leaves. the music just makes it so good too. Like that that theme, I don't know what the theme is called, but um. It's so it makes the scene so much better, and like it just oh everything about that. Yeah, and then perfect. it goes it goes into literally right Leia, and then it shows Leia, which is very cool. But they brought back Leia in CGI, which is another cool like I get bring back whatever you want to call it. But like I don't, she didn't. I think she looked pers- fine too. She looked yeah, she looked fine in my opinion. Like I think um I think Tarkin looked a little better the CGI wise, but I'm not gonna like nitpick that kind of stuff. Like I'm not that kind of like fan. But um it, yeah, I thought it was. You could tell that cool. she in my opinion, you could tell that she looked fake. Tarkin, I couldn't tell. Yeah, Tarkin was like spot on, I think. But she she still looked great though. And it was just very oh, yeah. cool. It's just like and she's like hope. You know what I'm saying? It's just like it's yeah, like, perfect, way to, perfect, perfect way to perfect way to end, end it. Literally, perfect way to end it. And 
I don't know. Overall, I really, I really enjoyed this movie. And again, I don't think I gave it the credit and the recognition and the love that it deserves when I first saw it, honestly. Yeah. When you were, when you were saying how, you know, you saw the movie a couple of times and I was thinking about this earlier, I forgot to mention this. When I first saw the movie, every time I see a Star Wars movie, no matter what, after I leave the theaters, I'm like, phenomenal movie. This is great. I love it. That, that's like, as yeah, much even as with uh, Rise of Skywalker. <laughs> Rise of Skywalker. I trash talked last Jedi episode, uh, last episode too. And um, I, I, I remember leaving, <laughs> I remember leaving the theaters after watching Last Jedi. I'm like, oh my God, this is one of my favorite Star Wars movies. <laughs> Meanwhile, now it's like one of like my least favorites, but I didn't feel that way about this movie. It's and weird. Yeah, yeah. like it's, it's a very it was weird good. Thing. It, yes, it was good because, you know, you had that Vader scene at the end. And just the movie itself was good, but I didn't feel that like, I don't know. I didn't feel that like wow factor. But I guess maybe because it's like this, like, I don't know. It was it's a, a standalone. Yeah. I mean, if, it's a standalone when, and the, we know the story already. Like, you yeah. know, when you're going into a movie like this, I mean, it's never really been done before, like a standalone Star Wars movie. But if you go into the other movies, it's part of a trilogy and you're just like, you kind of automatically, even if looking back at it, it's not the best one. Like after watching it, you're like, oh, yeah. it's great. But like you go into a standalone movie where you don't have like the expectations of like a movie that's part the story of story continuing. Yeah, exactly. And you're just kind of like, well, I even don't though know it does. What it's be like. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I mean, like, it, it has to do with the story, like, obviously, and everything. Yeah, no, else. I know what you're saying. Yeah, there's no, it's, it's but when not, you first, it's yeah, different. when you first watch it, you're just kind of like, mm, I don't really know. Like, I mean, like, it's it's cool, I guess, but like, I don't know. It's just like a weird thing, but it's funny. And then you look back at it, it's like that's actually a great movie. And then when you look at the movies, like some of the movies that are part of the trilogy, it's like, well, that wasn't the best movie like that I thought it was. It, it's just funny looking <laughs> back at it. Like the more you watch it, like you realize like how good and not so good like some of these movies are. And it's, I think it's funny like going into a movie and you have like all these expectations and like it's like hype and it's like oh another star wars movie you know what i'm saying but like you don't really feel that as much with like a standalone movie especially like the first one it's kind of like uh like, like yeah i guess i'll see it like i guess i'll watch it <laughs> i'll watch it in theaters but like you're not as hyped and i remember being like that and i was like wow i'm such an asshole like, yeah i wasn't as hyped that? either yeah I'm like, why would I even think that? Like, it's Star Wars, you know what I'm saying? Like, I should be hyped. I should be equally yeah. as hyped. And, like, I will never go into another, any movie like that ever again. So, because I was drastically proven wrong. Like, I really was. It, it's a great movie, I think. I think I think it's fair to say. And uh, shout out to Ben here. You know, he, he agrees with me. Ooh. And, uh, well, he was the one that really said it. But this is, in my opinion, the best Disney Star Wars movie. Yes, definitely. I think everything about it is just perfect. I mean, they had they had the story. They literally just took a new hope and said, you know what? How about we go and figure out how the Rebels got the Death Star yeah, plan? And they did it per that? yeah. It, they did it perfectly. Just everything about this movie, the vis visualization, just the overall theme of hope. Um, the characters, they all did well. The actors and actresses in this movie played their characters perfectly. And just the things that they threw into this movie, like the, you know, just the, the callbacks to certain characters, you know, the Vader scene, like everything about it all ties into, 
and two, in my opinion, a, a, one of the best Star Wars movies. I think I was telling you earlier, I think it's either three or four. It, it might take over Re- Return of the Jedi. It's that good. Wow. Yeah, I don't even know where my I think it's I think anymore. it's four, though. I think it's four. Yeah, I, I definitely got to redo my ranking system. I have no idea where I'm at right now. Like, I literally couldn't even tell you. <laughs> I know one and two, and that is it. I don't know yeah. anything after that. But, yeah, it's like, it's funny, because when you type in, like, Rogue One into Google, like, I think, like, one of the first things that come up is, like, why is Rogue One so bad? And, like, it's... it's Really? Uh, yeah i was it's because i had to like look up something the other day it's just funny to think about it's just like well why do people think it's bad like what what what's bad about it like i don't really have any complaints like if i'm thinking about anything like i don't think it's missing anything i don't think anything's like confusing i don't think anything was like really yeah there's nothing unnecessarily you know what i'm saying like what what why do people think it's bad like that i don't truly get it like do you not like CGI characters like brought back? Like, okay, well, how else are you gonna bring them back? You know what I'm saying? Like, if that's like your only complaint, like I don't really get it. Like, it 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 brought a lot of cool things that like you haven't really seen in Star Wars before. Like, you hear it talked about, you hear, you see it in like books and stuff like that, but you don't see it. And it brought a bunch of that into this movie. So I don't know why you don't like. It. You know what I'm saying? It's it's. it's I couldn't tell you. Yeah, I don't have any complaints about it. I really couldn't tell you. Really and, and my thing is, too, is this movie could have easily played on the whole idea of using old characters. I mean, I guess, yeah, using old characters and like yeah. saying, like, okay, th- this is what they're going to do because, hey, they're an old character. The fans know them. No, they literally use brand new characters of a whole exactly. movie. Exactly. And like I said, all of them died. All of them died. But, mm-hmm. uh, it, it didn't matter it's not like okay one of them had to live like it's fine that with all of them dying so they use brand new characters you fall in love with them and that's about it you, you know them for the one movie which is great you know mm-hmm. and like we talk about fan service a lot like bringing back old characters just for fan service and stuff like that but the characters that were brought back in this movie i felt like you needed to because it takes place like before a new hope, like you, you should be seeing these characters. Like it's in the same time frame. You know what I'm saying? Oh, like yeah. these are the characters in their prime, and they didn't even use it like too much. Like they weren't overused. Like I feel like they had Vader the perfect amount of time. I feel like anything more would have been like a little too much. Like, well, I'll compare it to like Rise of Skywalker. So like, you bring back Lando, and it's kind of like his role in that movie didn't really have to necessarily be there, in my opinion. You know, I, mean, I, I don't. With that. I don't think like, he had to. You be love Lando. Like Lando's yeah, you, a great character. Did you, did you need him? No. Like if he, if didn't, he, he didn't need him. Yeah, if he kind of returned back on the like the the like the the, the, the sh- oh my god, I can't speak. Oh my god, like the ships, <laughs> uh, all those ships. Yeah, that, like, towards the end. Yeah, with all the ships, yeah. that would that would make sense. Like I would get that. Like, yeah, if you see him, like at that point, I guess that makes sense. But not like they didn't really have to have him in the movie, in my opinion. But yeah, they they kind of just they did their own thing with their own characters, and I think it worked out well. I mean, like you said, they had the movie, they had characters brought back in this movie where they needed them, like because they're kind of there, you know, like Mon Mothma, uh, General Organa, like you know, or Bail Organa, like you know, he's 
he's in the movie because he has a defined role in this yeah they're in this time in that movie it, it it fits with the time frame and i feel like so. they didn't use them too much like they really let the new characters shine in this movie which you love the new characters you love seeing these characters and can we talk about like i know this is backtracking but can we talk about when like they're first captured and <laughs> by like Saw Gerrera's like crew or whatever and they put like the duffel bags over their their heads and then Sharut's just like are you kidding me I'm blind <laughs> like that's oh, yeah. that is hysterical like it's just like the little comedic relief like that in these movies like they didn't overdo it but like the little stuff like that was just like no, I, great <laughs> I thought you were gonna say um this the part where it was in the beginning of the movie when Jin like kills the, the stormtroopers, I think it was, and then they she beats off the other two rebels, and then she thinks she's free. She's like, and then K two S was like, "Stop! You are being captured," or something like that. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He like smacks her down. And then he kind of just says something like, "You are being captured." <laughs> like <laughs> I don't know what he says. It's, it's I like, some it, sort I like of, like, it when he. Uh... Yeah, I like it when he like smacks Cassian. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like he has them like captured or whatever. Like they're like in disguise, like being captured. He's like, "Oh, like I'm taking these prisoners to the to the prison." And it's just like, "Where are you taking them?" He's just oh like, yeah, to the to the prison. And then like he like Cassian like <laughs> says something. He just like smacks him in the face. Like that's that's hysterical. But, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was just like it's just like little stuff like that. Like it wasn't overdone. It was just a good movie. And I don't know. I really love this movie. I don't really have anything else to say about it. It's just I think a great movie that. Yeah people give it a lot of crap for whatever reason like yeah you can have your own opinion. no reason that's, that's fine but like i don't know i would rather hear somebody's opinion Wait, why as though? to why yeah you know? like why they think it's bad instead of them saying oh it's not good like it's not good like why like why do you think that like tell me like because i haven't really talked to somebody <laughs> that says they don't like it and they've never told me why they don't like it they've only yeah, said like, get... oh, it's not good it's bad it's crap i'm like okay but why do you think that like i mean i haven't heard anyone say this is a bad movie like, I don't think I've heard anyone say when that. When it, like, first came out, I've had, like, a bunch of people, like, tell me that. I was just like, yeah, but why? Like, you're not yeah. telling me why it's bad. Like, you're just saying, no, it's just bad. I'm like, oh, but why? But, yeah, I don't know. I mean, I really enjoyed this movie, so I don't have anything else to say about it. Neither do I. I, I think this this movie was great. And like I said before, and uh, like Ben says, it's definitely the best Disney movie. And I think... Uh, it needs to be applauded for how great of a movie it just overall it is like you don't have to be like a star wars fan to enjoy this movie i think it's just a great movie i agree um so yeah so this is um the the first standalone movie that they did and uh you know next episode we're going to be talking about the solo movie another another <laughs> solo stand- solo star standalone yeah, but <laughs> we'll be discussing that next episode. And again, I want to thank Clarissa from Taunt Talk and everyone at Taunt Talk and the Nerdy Bunch for um, being on our show last episode. If you haven't heard that yet, we talked about uh, the sequel trilogy and we had Clarissa on, which is a great episode. But I was um, going to say the same thing. Great yeah, episode. Um, I really enjoyed it. Uh, it was it was so much fun talking about. It, honestly, it was great having her on. But um, I want to I want to thank everyone from uh, Taunt Talk and the Nerdy Bunch again for. Um, you know, just helping us out and being supportive and everyone for, again, being supportive and really, you know, just listening to us and telling people about the show. Like it's, it's been really great and I see it growing and like, it's just awesome that people are very interactive and they tell us what they want to hear. So thank you everybody. Yeah. We, we both appreciate it greatly immensely. So um, on that note, 
um, I guess that's really the end of this episode. And like you said, next episode, we'll be talking about the next standalone movie, Solo. Um, and on that note, let's go play some uh, Battlefront and uh, maybe play on Scarif a little bit. So, Oh, yes. Uh, let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> see you guys later, all right? See you guys. Thank you.